Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? Hi there. Hi, this, this is, is Tim. Tim. Hi, Tim. Hi, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. Awesome. Oh, I just texted we're just Kelly. getting started? Yeah, I think so. I, I just texted Kelly to let her know that um, we're on and just to make sure that they're, they're in the clear there. Okay. All righty, I'll just hold tight then. All right, sounds good.
who's on the phone? Hi, Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Jasmine. And Tim, was that you? Yes. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Is Ivan on by any chance? Not that I've heard. Okay. So with that being said, unfortunately, we do not have quorum. Mike cannot make it today. Megan had a work function. And um, Clayton, they had to um, say goodbye to their doggy today. So he had to leave work and go home and take care of that. Okay. So with that being said, we can discuss, but we cannot make any decisions. Um, so we'll have to, Jasmine, we'll have to table the minutes. Okay. Um, we'll do a quick welcome. So I'm here, Kelly. Um, Sue. Caitlin. Richard Ramos. And Cindy Landa. And they are from uh, Australia, this stuff. I had to like think about that. Okay, sorry. Um, and they will talk to us about what they're asking for the field trip assistance, which is number three on your agenda. And then what I may have to follow up with is, um, is an email kind of summarizing. So Jasmine, if you take really good notes, then we can summarize what they say and we'll send it out because I think there's kind of a time limit on this. Yes, Mr. Ramos? Yes. So we'll have to look for a vote that way. Okay. So with that, I'm going to turn it over to Mr. Ramos. Thank you. So um, every year we take the field trip and they go to, um, it's an out-of-state field trip, they go to Tonto and it's the creek, Tonto Creek? Tonto Creek yeah, yeah, Tonto Creek. And we have some students that want to go on the trip. Unfortunately, some of them do not um, have the uh, finances to go. And so we reached out to the foundation and we asked for some assistance. And I'm going to go ahead and defer to Ms. Landis, who's a fifth grade teacher who coordinates the event for um, the fifth grade students. Hi there. So um, as Richard said, we do a three-day, two-night trip up to Tonto Creek Camp, which is in Payson. Um, and because of the distance to camp, we have to do charter buses. So that is a large part of our, our cost to the students. Um, because the buses don't stay at camp with us for the three days we're there, they charge us for four trips. Um, the trip itself is, the camp part of the trip is $95, um, and then we add another anywhere from $40 to $50 on to cover the cost per person on the bus. Um, we have anywhere from six to eight kids that would like to go to camp this year that do not have the money to go to camp. We are in the middle of a fundraiser right now where the kids are selling um, save around books, which are coupon books, and they earn, <coughs> excuse me, they earn half the cost of the book back. So they earn $12.50 per book sold. Um, some of the kids have sold um, anywhere from four to five books, so they paid for maybe $50 to $75 of their trip. Um, some have not sold anything because they just don't have the parent support at home to help them sell the books. Um, but the, like I said, the camp is three days and two nights. It is an outdoor STEM camp, so we are staying in dormitory-style um, cabins 
And the kids, while they are at camp, are getting all of their meals in the dining hall with meals provided by camp, and we're doing six STEM modules while we're there, and they are all outside based. Um, we have done archery in the past, we've done an amazing race, we've done astronomy, um, nighttime astronomy, things like that. So they have a wonderful time for a lot of the kids, it's their first time away from home, and um, sometimes I'm not sure who it's harder on the kids or the parents when they go away for three days and two nights. So, um, so that's kind of why we're here to ask for some assistance to help the kids that want to go to camp to help them get some funds to go to camp. Uh, the, um, the trip is March 25th to the 27th of 2019, which is a Monday through a uh, Wednesday. Um, and the purpose of the trip is we, with Australia Vista being a STEM school, we were looking for an activity um, three years ago that our fifth graders would be able to do as a STEM activity. And we discovered this camp in Tonto. Um, it is where Arizona State actually does their football um, summer camp. So formerly known as Tonto Zone, it's now Tonto Creek Camp, and they have completely converted the camp over during the school year to a STEM-focused camp. Um, and all of the STEM modules are all um, curriculum related back to whatever grade that goes to camp. I think I covered everything. So a <coughs> couple of questions from me. So when would payment be needed by? And the other part is then you said six to eight students they would like to go, but currently they just don't have the wherewithal. Um, so what is that cost that you're looking for? Um, what was the first question again? I'm sorry. Maybe payment needed by. Payment needed. Final payment is due by the, from the students by February 8th. Um, we are doing payments from all the students right now. We were taking $25 from anyone who wanted to go to camp, um, and those were due about two weeks ago. But the final, final payment is due February 8th because we have to get all the money into the district, and then the district sends it off to camp for us. Okay. How are you determining the hardship? Um, what, what keeps every kid from? We, well, we did surveys to start off. And on the survey, there was basically three, it was one question, do you want to go to camp, yes or no? And if, if they said no, we broke it out by, no, I don't want to go because I just don't want to go. Or B, I don't want to go because I don't have the money to go. Um, and that's kind of how we determine it. And then also in talking to parents, saying, you know, the parents said, we just don't have the money to go. One of, for example, one of my boys, um, he is, his guardian is his grandparents, and they have eight kids that they are guardians over all eight kids. Um, and they just don't have the money to send him to camp. You know, after having guardianship of eight of the grands, and they're all boys, um, they just don't have the money to send Angel to camp. So, so are they all in three months? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So this conversation started because I had a conversation with those because I remembered or recalled from prior years that um, students were allotted, like, a, I think there was a certain dollar amount that the foundation was making available for transportation purposes. Correct. And so that's where the conversation started. And then Phyllis referred the conversation to you, and I believe you reached out to us. And so, um, yeah, so that's how we got to, like, you know, this place that we are currently. It's eight out of how many? Um, well, currently, 
currently going that have paid deposits? I want to say 50 have paid deposits so, so about far. Half the about half the grade level. Right and now. eight out of half the grade level. Mm -hmm. They said they would like to go, but money is the barrier. Would that make it 58? Or is that yeah, eight of the 50? No, that would make it 58. Okay. Yeah. So that's about 10%. That's, that's our challenge with this trip. The kids that go love it. You know, they have a blast while they're there. It's just getting the rest of them that can't afford to go to be able to get to go to camp to have that experience as well. So we're also looking at other means to offset it. Okay. You know, like staff members have offered to go ahead and like sponsor a child as well. Um, and so we're looking for, you know, any type of support that we could possibly get. So that could be up to and how much a dollar per kid? It is one forty five, but the camp cost of it is ninety five. The other half of it goes to the transportation. Oh hold on. I had to get to a calculator. I don't do math. <laughs> well, so one ten kids would be fourteen fifty and half of that would be seven twenty five for five kids. So if we're looking I'm gonna go with eight. Eight times one forty five. Eleven sixty. Yeah, I mean, you could you could say you're gonna give them thousand dollars because they're looking at other right. I mean, so the mm -hmm. staff and other people could they could figure out how to distribute it. Yeah. I think it's always good because you know if it's eight out of fifty-eight kids, you know, like how do you choose them? You know, when the ninth one finds out about this and wants to know why they didn't get the scholarship, what do you say? So you have to think through the selection criteria and how you're going to do it. And I think in some cases, like, if, if you partial them and they or somebody else put some effort into it, you know, they'll appreciate it more. Mm -hmm. And then you're less likely to have, you're in a situation here where you're picking winners and losers and freebies and payers. And that, that can backfire on you. So have the, the eight um, put efforts into raising themselves part of the money? Mm -hmm. or um, A couple of them have not. And I have, we've had some tough conversations with them saying, you know, you're, if you would like scholarship opportunities, because we talked about scholarships at the beginning of the year of how, you know, there's opportunities for them to help pay for their costs for camp. Um, and one of them was these fundraiser books that we're doing right now. Um, and we've had quite a few kids already that have basically paid for their trip to camp just by selling books. And a couple of them have done nothing. And I said, but then you're going to come back to us and say, well, can I go to camp? And I'm like, but if there's someone who has made the effort to sell books and you have not, that's going to affect whether you get a scholarship or not. So trying to kind of keep that in their brain as well, that that's a possibility that they may not, because if they don't put the effort into trying to sell things, you know, that may right. affect them as well. So six out of the eight don't have um, Probably about four to five have made the effort. The books are just, the orders are just coming in now. Um, they were due Monday, but I've got some stragglers that have not turned in their orders yet. So. Um, well, I mean, you have to, so effort would be one thing. Mm -hmm. You could have the kids, you know, write something, apply for the scholarship for the reason. 
you're going to want to have some way here. I wanted to do some form of like a like an application of why they wanted to go to camp. Have their parent or guardian sign it. Yeah, that kind of thing. So kind of here's what it. we did for the the was it Cini? San Diego. Yeah, the, the, uh, the Catalina Island <laughs> experience. We actually had the students who were interested in applying for the scholarship. Mm -hmm. They had to do a one minute video on why they wanted to go. So there was a, a bias, a, a, an onus into it. Mm -hmm. um, kind of more merit than the based on. Yeah, I mean it was. I mean, and there were some kids that that they had said they wouldn't be able to go otherwise because they couldn't afford mm -hmm. it. Um, it was kind of pricey per student. Mm -hmm. um, that experience. So I could see, you know, these students, you know, true as well, you know, as they put in the effort for selling wise, but you know, writing the, and you could turn it into an essay as to why do they really, what will they get out of it, why do they really want to go other than, well, you know, I'm out of school for a couple of days, it'll be fun, we're camping, kind of a. Yeah. And I think the other thing that the board should think about is, okay, these, these are overnight field trips, they're pricier, mm -hmm. and a lot of our kids can't afford to participate, but, um, is that going to be the board's criteria? Pricey overnight field trips are the kind of things we'll help with more because there's a story of this in front of you today, but you know, we may have more. And I know. Um, and if you said, okay, we're going to do like you're taking a grade level, and our our gift for a grade level on an overnight trip is five hundred thousand dollars or you know, whatever it is. So the next school that comes up and has a pricey overnight field trip, you're gonna treat them the same. Right. Yeah, they're gonna get nothing because Richard got here first. <laughs> True. Which, which can happen when it, especially if your foundation gets low on cash. So um, so you wanna give that some consideration. The other is you put something out that says we're helping schools with this. If you're having that come up, you need to get a request into us, you know, two or three months in advance because the board needs to consider it and consider the budget and you, know, you probably can't tell them you want it a year in advance, you know, which would be nice because you right. can plan that better. Well, we're able to kind of do that-ish with um, um, like the semi and the, right. and or then we we're looking at DC, annual, right. You know, we have these annual field trips every year and we know they're going to be pricey and we can budget to be partnering. Right. But every other school that, and every school will have kids with parchment. That's part of our neighborhood. So, um, Ken, did you want to weigh in on anything? Uh, I just think the uh, the idea of them earning, uh, you know, the right to go is important. I think you need to make sure that they're making an effort for sure. So, uh, I don't see providing them a full scholarship. And so, however, if we decide $500 or whatever we might, you know, give to this one, knowing that there will be other requests later on, we've got to figure out some way to make sure the kids are really buying in and are really interested in going because if it just turns out to being a free lunch program or, you know, whatever, then it's like, sure, I'll go. Why wouldn't I go? I don't have to do anything and I'm going to get a trip. So. We got to make sure we avoid that issue and make sure that they earn the, the right to go. Agreed. Okay, so um, we'll take this information. Um, 
my, my assistants there, um, Jasmine, will help, um, will formulate it together, and we'll send it out to, to the, the other board members that could not be here. We'll get some feedback. There may be some additional questions. We've got a little bit of more time because yeah. you say the, the, the final isn't needed until February 8th. We do have a little more play time than, it, than I initially thought. And um, hopefully we'll have, if, if nothing less, we'll have you know an answer by our next, our, our November meeting. Is that? We're willing to attend the next meeting. Okay. We answer any questions. Okay. Um, so Jasmine, did you catch that? They'll come back at our November meeting? Yeah, I have that. Thank you. Okay. And by that time, we'll also have a plan laid out in regards to how we can hold our students accountable and have them take ownership in the process as well because there are other fundraising mm -hmm. opportunities, like okay. a school carnival okay. that's coming up, a color <clears throat> and a talent show. Okay. And there are opportunities for them to be a part of that experience to make money for their expenses. Okay. And they also had to plan our STEM showcase that we did for the first quarter. Um, they had to plan out a possible fundraiser ideas. So some of them have come up with some really good ideas. Um, one of my class, one of my kids wants to do a karaoke night and charge kids to come to their karaoke night. So, you know, you never know what the kids are going to come up with on their own, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so we'll invite you to the open mic night. Yeah. There we go. Okay. I don't know if you want to hear me sing, but okay. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so back on the agenda. So I have um, for Glamour Day recap. Here's what I have. Um, Perry and his and his salon crew did an excellent job. Oh my gosh. Um, by the time I came towards the end of the afternoon, um, they had. The place was just like one big salon. Tables were at one end, and it was just loaded with people getting their nails done, and other folks were getting anywhere from, from haircuts to um, blowouts. And I even saw um, some of the male staff there getting hair, haircuts as well, which was kind of cool. Unfortunately, I was in the middle of getting my hair trimmed up, so I wasn't able to get my phone out and take a picture of the gentleman getting their haircut. Otherwise, I would have put that on our website as well. Um, so by 2.50, 3 o'clock in the afternoon, they had 91 had come through. And by the end of day total, it was 111 folks that they had seen which, um, if I remember correctly, we had a really low-ish turnout last year. So that was pretty, pretty awesome. About 80? We, well, this year, I think this year was better. Yes. The word was definitely out, spread out there. So it was, it, was quite, it was quite an awesome event. And folks that I've gotten feedback from said they really, really enjoyed it. Thank you so much is what I got back from. Caitlin, have you heard anything from staff that partook? Yeah, one of my, one of my teammates, so actually both of my teammates went, but they both, one, she had her hair straightened, and today she was all sad that she's finally going to have to wash it. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been straight for so long, but she's been like super excited. She was really happy about it. What, uh, what grade, you're at, at uh, Fine Arts, what grade level does she teach? Oh, okay. There was a, 
I think she said she was fifth grade, and she taught there at, at Fine Arts. She was sitting next to me getting her hair done. So she had it trimmed up in a cute cut, and her hair's kind of wavy, and she had it blown straight. So, um, so we don't currently have a treasurer's update. We'll have to table that. Again, um, Clayton sent his apologies, but he got a frantic from his wife to come home. Their dog was doing really poorly, and they were having to go take him in. Um, superintendent's update. What's new and exciting? Um, you know, the Westside Impact Projects, um, our district got three of them awarded. Um, there's three or there's four others that scored greater than 20 points. And I kind of think by looking at them, the board might want to their next meeting. Funding three of those, we would add up to a little under $1,907. So I can bring this back at the next meeting for your consideration. Okay. And maybe get copies of the applications for the board to look at. I just have a spreadsheet today. Do you want to have um, Ada send that over to me and then maybe highlight the ones you're recommending? Yeah, I mean, the, the three that got funded or highlighted, I think maybe the next three in points, I mean, probably the one that got 28 points, Newton's second law and car design. You want to do service learning and photography or kind of maybes, except I do think it's worthwhile for the foundation to support the work of teachers to do these applications and turn them in, even if they don't make the funding threshold. So uh, one got 29 points and got funded, and the one that got 28 points didn't. So close. So, yeah. So yeah. I think you want to do that one for sure. But yeah. I'll put together a packet for you for next time. Okay. And then what I'll do is then when Ada sends that to me, I'll have, I'll have Jasmine put it together so that those that are on the phone can then take a look okay. as we're looking through it. That's all you got. That's all you got? Yeah. Tim, you have anything for the good of the order? Uh, no, not really. Pretty quiet this month. Quiet is sometimes good. Yeah. Apple. Okay. okay, with that, we have a really short meeting. Um, enjoy the rest of the month. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right. Thank you very much. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.